Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. A new chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah, God damn it. Are you letting the hair grow? I am. You have bird hair, man. Bird hair? I do kind of. It's fucking bird hair. <laughs> fucking the Nicolas Cage meme. His, oh, my, my God. My hair is a bird. <laughs> Wait, what? Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me Google what you're talking about. Just type in, my hair is a bird. Your argument is invalid. My hair is a bird, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be what? It's gonna be like twenty years from now when my hairline starts to recede. <laughs> Somebody was asking me about my old composite picture the other day. I'm like, I got it in here somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, the uh, your what? It was like my fraternity composite picture where it's like I was clean shaven, 18 years old. That was on my yeah, Facebook. Yeah, but I've just never heard. Hold on. We're, we hadn't even started the fucking show. I'm All right. going to do great to, things. <laughs> to be continued. Fucking A. <laughs> Something good for you. All right, guys, and welcome to the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. Uh, one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across from me, we've got the Birdman, Captain Nun. Hey, what's up, y'all? And <laughs> <laughs> we got Prime Instigator, Mikey Black. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> well, you are blowing this thing out now. Oh, really? Yeah, you're good now. You're All right, good. cool. <laughs> All right. So what I was saying earlier in the pre-roll, I've never heard of a... Um, you got the sideburns, too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've just never heard someone refer to it as a composite photo. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what... That's what we just always call... I guess this, the grouping of photos is just a composite because it was on a... Uh, I was in a fraternity when I was in college, and they had... Uh, um, frames of like all the members together with their with their uh headshots yeah all in one so i guess that's that was the composite i guess i would have for it i just guess i guess i would have referred to that as a collage i guess <laughs> <laughs> we always call it a composite i'm rolling with it <laughs> well fucking roll with it man i, I wasn't saying you're wrong i was just asking a question <laughs> it's fine you're okay oh <laughs> uh, what's up mikey mikey's on the show with us yeah, he he told everyone already. Oh, that's right, he did. Yep. It's like I'm hosting this thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like they didn't hear him in the pre-roll either. I know, right? <laughs> no, that's good. We hadn't had a, had one of just the three guys in a minute. You got your story? <laughs> Let's go around, Mikey. We could make up a story right now. <laughs> Well, before we do that, uh, I figure we can go ahead and shoot on over to Jonathan Golian. Golian, finally getting that right. There you go. <laughs> With the reporting from 20XX Minute. Welcome back, my friends in the Charlotte scene and anyone living on the fringes listening to this podcast. This is Jonathan from reporting from 20XX coming back to you with a segment we're going to call the Maverick Minute. 
Just going to give you a little something extra good for you for your weekend ahead. On Thursday, if you're on the Patreon, throw a dollar, get an episode early. The Dirty Lowdown are releasing their new single, Shameless, on all streaming platforms. Look for that. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're having another festival in town over at the Milestone called the Welcome to Family Fest, including both Charlotte bands as well as anyone who's come through and supported the Milestone over the last year. And those bands include By Day, Friday, RVNT, Withdraw, Discoveries, Heft, Never Home, As Oceans, Circle Back, Primordial Tides, Earther, and the Dirty Low Down. Starting at 4 p.m. all three days. Saturday is not any less stacked, into a little bit more. Reason to find starts off the flow with Glow, with friends like these, Fractured Frames, Artificial Oceans, Den of Wolves, and Winter's Gate. Sunday, the Callisto Boys, Violent Life, Violent Death, Arbella, East Viridian, Reflect Refrain, Cardos, Annabelle Lee, I and the Lad, Inferma, Jordan Zeno, and Aim High wrap up the weekend of a long music stretch. So definitely get out there one of those days if you can to support the scene, as well as support your favorite artists. Never fear, there's going to be a lot going on, so check the Instagram over at Channel20XX, or check our WordPress for anything else going on. And... If you're a little stuck this week and can't figure out where to go, you can always try your weekly spots like Snug Harbor, Bone Snug and Harmony starting at 6 p.m. My friends, have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back here next week. Thank you, John, again for that. Again, check him out on Instagram at reportingfrom20xx. Yes. All that good shit. Let's call him Johnny G. It sounds cooler. Johnny G? Johnny G. <laughs> Johnny G reporting with 20XX. Because what's his last name? Gold Golian. 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 Johnny G. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny G. I like it. G. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Johnny G. <laughs> He'll be like, I fucking hate that. He'll be like, nah, dude, you're Johnny G. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, motherfucker, you're Johnny G now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what you been doing this week, Mikey? I've been... <laughs> Not watching Disney Plus. <laughs> I know. I, I find it odd. You bought it that though, didn't you? Disney Plus comes out, and then everyone's also getting these free Google Home minis. This, I got mine. Dude, now Disney's watching you and Google. <laughs> See, but you're, what do you mean Disney's watching me? Disney's watching <laughs> They're at the top of the damn. Uh, <laughs> fucking Nazis, everyone knows it. <laughs> No. Walt, Walt wasn't a very savory character. No one really talk about talk about that. But oh, aside from that, <laughs> but it's, you're just hooked on that fucking South Park season where they're going on oh, about man. that. Um, no, Disney Plus. I've been watching South Park. Yes, Disney Plus is That's wa- about it. I've been oh, watching really? Disney. I've been watching South Park all week. I've been missing out on South Park these last work. couple of years. Me too. Does it still hold up? I told my girl I loved her and then walked out the door. <laughs> You're like Sitting it was either car. me or South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pick South Park. I took Rusty with me, and uh, that's all we did. <laughs> Back the microphone up just a little bit, Cap. Just a little bit. Yeah, I'm go. right up on it. You, you were Come like, you're like deep throating this thing today. I thought I, I, thought I was singing for a minute. <laughs> Nah, you're good, man. You're good. No, I just kept bumping down the volume. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, I got to have at least some sort of volume on this thing. <laughs> well, dang, Mikey, we missed you in Atlanta over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I saw that. 
Looks like you guys had a stellar time. It was pretty cool. Well, so I posted on my story. We pull into the uh, Motel 8. It was a Super 8. Super 8 we were staying at. <laughs> Literally all the fucking lights, like oh, the yeah, what, quote unquote patio, patio yeah. lights, almost all of them were flickering. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What have you booked us in, Cap? <laughs> I, it was a Super 8. <laughs> right across from the Motel 6. Yeah. Nah, and it wound up being fine, but that, that was still just weird. Yeah. Was, but on the ride down. Was it cold outside? Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't uh, terrible. Honestly, it was colder on the way down. And then by the time we got to Atlanta, and we, we actually hung out outside for a little bit, and we'll get to that one. It honestly didn't feel that bad. Hmm. And you know me, I'm a fucking whiny asshole when it comes <laughs> to the cold weather, you know? So. I'll be the first one to be like, hey, it's fucking cold. I didn't have a good time. <laughs> nah, I was fine. And um, it just kind of warmed up overnight, too. That was weird. Yeah, it did. It, that was odd. Georgia. <laughs> fucking Georgia. So, yeah, uh, on the way down, though, uh, we stopped one time for gas. And uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we go into this Wendy's that was connected to the like Pilot J or whatever it was. And. Cap, you might as well pick it up at this point because I'm pumping gas for you. And you're, I'm just trying to get a bite. Your order. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a bite to eat while uh, I'm putting gas in the car. At Wendy's or at the gas this, station? Uh, there was a there was a Wendy's inside the gas station. Okay, kind of built in one. Yeah, of those. it was kind of like attached to it. Yeah, and uh, there's this guy that got some food with his kid, and uh, before I go and make my order, he just comes up to me and just starts talking about Trump, just for no reason. He comes up to me and goes, have you heard about this, this, and this with President Trump? And before I even say no, get away from me, sir, he just goes on to his little spiel about uh, uh, about like what happened today, and then he talked about Epstein, then I learned about how to do a military execution, because that's in his mind, that's, he thinks that's what happened to Epstein. Uh-huh. And at this point, that's kind of when I walk up, and I'm like hearing like execution and shit like that, yeah. and I'm just like... What the fuck is this guy going on about? And I'm like, and, and then immediately after that, I'm like, hey, dude, your food's here. <laughs> and just immediately like beelined you over did. to the you, fucking. You just, like, you just pointed at it, and you were just like, Nyum. I saw my window, and I ex- and I escaped. Oh yeah, and I was like fucking right behind you. I was like, I'm not waiting technically where I need to be. I'm walking with you. <laughs> fuck this shit. Yeah, I think that was like right on the outskirts of. Uh, maybe- so you didn't get any food. I did get some food. I had to go oh. straight. I went straight to the counter to order my food while he was distracted. Oh, while he was. Oh. And then oh. I and then I see him go to a booth and start talking about the same shit with just these two random strangers that are sitting in the booth. Yes. What was the kid doing? I, I, don't I don't know where the kid was at this point. So because Cap was ahead of me, so he already got his food and left. So I was still standing there waiting for my food. And even by the time I was leaving, the guy was just talking to, it, it was this other family, like this yeah. guy, girl, and their little kid, talking about that same shit and just going on. And I could like see the look on their faces of just like... They're just like, uh-huh, how do we get out of this? Yeah, because they've got like food in front of them. They're trying to eat, you know? And it's like, he is just over there just talking all this shit. And it's just like, oh my God. It- and he wasn't being like aggressive about it. He was just being like informative. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, yada, 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 and a blah, 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 yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. He just comes up to people and starts talking about it. Nobody's asking him about anything. He just goes, hey, did you hear about this, this, and this? So he's not like messed up and maybe a little bit about it. I don't know. I think maybe he was a little, uh, something was off with him for sure. Yeah. He might just be a little special. 
Either way, though, that that was still an an odd interaction. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like thanks, man. God, he, didn't try, he, he didn't try to hurt such me or an anything. Asshole for even bringing you into that conversation. <laughs> well, he didn't even bring Cap into it. He created it with Cap. Yeah. Oh. He just turns around and starts talking to him. Oh, wasn't talk- yeah, yeah. yeah, wasn't talking to well, the other him. adult he was with or the kid or anything. What a fucking psychopath. And, and, th- and that's what he did also. Like, after Cap leaves, and I'm still standing there waiting for my food, he just walks over to another booth and starts talking to this random family saying the same stuff. He's just walking around spreading the word. <laughs> Maybe he's the only one that knows what truly happened, right? He's fucking woke. <laughs> Hashtag woke. And as soon as I got my food, I was like, "All right, Alex, weird. I'll see you in the car." Yeah. You, I always wonder people like that. They've got to be. There's something's not there. Either something's there, or something. Something's not there. <laughs> well, what would something's be there? not there mentally, or something's there like chemically? It either <laughs> is <laughs> or it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Can't fix stupid. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe he's just a fucking. Yeah, something was just, just a fucking unsung hero. <laughs> Maybe he's right. Maybe Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Let's not start this. <laughs> I've heard like a zillion podcasts on that already. <laughs> so. Nothing. Wait, no, hold on. How do you do a military execution? You know what? I forgot. He, he, he went into t- detail about it, but I forgot how you do it. I think he mentioned a purse. <laughs> what? I know. No. I, I remember him bringing no. up a purse. It was, was the way it. Hillary fucking get in there with a purse. <laughs> Is that his story? You are on one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He didn't name, he didn't name drop Hillary in this scenario, though. Why didn't you just talk shit to him? Why didn't you just say some crazy shit like I'm doing right now? Just like, <laughs> dude, the difference between you. dude, listen, have you heard? <laughs> Let me tell you some shit. It's like, oh, dude, you don't know anything. Like, what I see? lead off with? You see what I heard was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I heard was? <laughs> Aunt Jemima never actually made maple syrup. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, you see, it started with a purse. Started with a purse. So, and that was that wasn't even before we got to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, the, and then oh, by yeah, the, you guys went to Atlanta. <laughs> and then yeah, by the time we get there, nothing else really of note happened on the trip aside from you know just having a good time, except for getting an Uber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we pull in, and the place is only about maybe 20, 30 minutes away from the venue. Right. So Cap's like, fuck it. We're going out to have a good time. I'm not driving. We're going to take an Uber. It's like, all right, cool. So fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> so he's like, all right, cool. It's just a few minutes away. Run outside. We're kind of watching it. It's looking like it's about to pull in. You know how sometimes the app is. Carl kind of freeze there for a minute while it looks like it's kind of pulling in. Yeah. And so we're just kind of waiting there, waiting there. And then dude calls him. And I'm sitting here going, oh, it's one of these guys. Okay. And Cap's giving him very clear basic instructions. He's like, yeah, we're at the Motel later. You know, so whatever we're at the Super 8. Super okay, 8. okay. I'm at the Motel 6. I said we're at the Super 8. And it's right next to a Motel 6. Yeah. And it's like, we're at the Super 8, so just pull into the next place. And he couldn't figure it out. Well, there was a Waffle House up at the edge of the uh, driveway. Yeah. We're just like, okay, we'll walk up to the Waffle House. Now, bear in mind, Cap's still on the phone with him, so we can't see the information that's on the screen about the driver. 
So we don't know what fucking car he's in. Nothing. So we're just fucking guessing. <laughs> and it turns out when you go the driveway through the hotels was on an incline. And once you get to the top of the incline, at least from where we were, we could only see uh, the one Waffle House that's on one side of the drive. We come up, there's another Waffle House directly across from it on this same uh, on the same side of the street. And we're going, oh, great. Now, uh, where, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which Waffle House do we tell them we're going meet, to meet them up at? Well, see, you're missing one thing, though, which was we walked up there and you're I, I couldn't hear his side of the conversation. I could only hear your side. But I heard. I remember hearing you go, "Okay, all right. You're, so you're at the waffle. You're at the waffle house. Okay, right, yeah. We're, we're walking up there now, and we we make the left, and we approach this one car, and you're like, I think I see you, and you start waving at this oh, one yeah. car. Oh yeah. And, and then and then we go, uh, uh, I don't think that's you. Because <laughs> it's like. Because there was this blonde woman that clearly was not a, the, the male driver I was talking to. <laughs> so, just to add, like, what the fuck, insult to injury. So, we turn around, we see the other Waffle House literally right right next to it. I yeah. still don't understand that. that yeah, really. <laughs> we should have investigated that a little bit more. But, um... <laughs> Damn it, now I'm just curious. Just walk into one. Hey, uh, what's up with the Waffle House across the street? <laughs> Those fucking guys. <laughs> That's not a Waffle House. Okay. All right. Next time we go to Atlanta, we're going to stay at that Super 8 and figure that out. Yes. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to go back to the the haunted Super 8. <laughs> With so, all the lights and shit. So. Just dancing out in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> this fucking light show is amazing. So we're walking back over to the other Waffle House, and we and then I see the little like light up Uber Lyft sign in their window, and we're like, "Oh shit, that's the car there." We think he sees us, so because it's like he's kind of pulling directly toward us. Yeah. So we think he sees us, and we kind of yeah. give him the like. We're not acting like you know, hey over here, guys. Hey. It's like we're the only but, ones know, walking, talking on a phone, yeah, looking like and, we're expecting a ride. Yeah. Right? And and I give him the quick little bro wave, like you know, just the two three fingers up, you know, wrist just hey like that, and he just fucking pulls right out of the driveway and pulls. Into the fucking Super 8. No, not even the Super 8. It goes to the Motel 6. Yeah, again. starts pulling around to the Motel 6 again. And we're like, A, did you not see us? B, why did you make a left when clearly the right way would have been to the right? And finally, he turned back around because he saw us. Like, at this point, now acting like fucking outcasts. Because we're kind of like, fucking we're, we're kinda like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like literally waving our arms. Just like, fucker, over here. And he finally picks us up. He was a great driver, great dude. Yeah, the ride was the ride was good, but yeah, trying to find him and oh <laughs> it was a damn nightmare. I like how uh, there's a there's an Uber segment every week now too. God, yeah, <laughs> even in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we ran down there to see uh, Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts. Yeah, and his band was playing. It was killer. And side note, um, the first band, Dosser. I enjoyed them. <laughs> Dawson was okay. I mean, they definitely, it wasn't my cup of tea, but. They, they tickled my 80s new wave fancy. They were really good. <laughs> they were a really tight band for sure. Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed them. I, I dug it. And then uh, Tuck's band, I've, I'm looking forward to the record coming out for that. 
Yeah, the, it was all original stuff. He doesn't do any biter's jams or anything like that. And his band is fucking killer. Like, he got a bunch of uh, session guys, I think, for uh, this deal. And songwriting's about as, as up to par as it was with biter's, too. Yeah, yeah. and he's got Ricky. Yeah, Ricky, too, playing God lead guitar this time. <laughs> God damn Ricky Dover Jr. <laughs> no, it was killer. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was cool uh, seeing him play guitar because I know um, recently I've started kind of learning a little bit more in it, that he was like an American goon and shit like that. But that's the first time I've seen him playing guitar in a band. He played, uh, when I was going to school in Knoxville, he had uh, played in a bunch of local bands around town. And I didn't realize it was the same guy until like, you know, years later. Yeah, when we were at the uh, the Biters release show. Yeah. Because um, they had just gotten him on bass for the uh, Future's Not What It Used To Be album release show in Atlanta. Right. And we ran down there for that. And I remember when they finally came on stage, you were like, oh shit, that's my friend Ricky. Oh, I ain't a friend or anything like that. I just knew him from like, going, from like still, shows you, and stuff you, you like were, that. You were still just like, oh man, I know him. You're, it was still cool to see. You, you were giddy about it. It was pretty cool. Cause I because uh, twelve is uh twelve twenty was the uh, Knoxville band he played it, and uh, it was pretty killer. Yeah, he's a great guitarist too. Oh yeah, he's a pretty good bass player too. I guess he just kind of moved to Nashville and just kind of figured his way out through the session circuit that way. Yeah, yeah. So if you were on our uh, Instagram or Facebook page, I was trying to do a little bit of live streaming on that and story shit. Which, by the way, might as well take that moment now. Follow us on social media if you're listening to this at something gfy. Yes, we're all <laughs> over the place and sharing. Lots of music stuff. Yes. Uh, including that stuff from John earlier. Johnny G, as Mikey would say. <laughs> Johnny G. <laughs> That's going to be a little soundbite for the segment now. I was about to say, I was like, if we were one of those fucking like, morning radio shows, that'd be like one of those uh, buttons where I let Johnny G. Because <laughs> it, it actually came through perfect in the headphones, too. So. <laughs> now you got to. Uh, I actually teetered and thought about getting like a fucking soundboard, but the but the thing is, is peel back the curtain for the listeners. I'm the I, I'm really only the one that has uh, headphones on because I can monitor the audio a little bit better for these two knuckleheads. And uh, <laughs> and y'all can't see that. And uh, but if I were to have a soundboard, the only person that would still hear it is me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. I would still have to correct that and find out, like, I would have to get, like, a bunch of headphone splitters. Y'all would have to bring your own headphones, and I'd have to get the thing. Yeah, we don't want to be, we, we don't aim to be that high tech yet. Yeah, we don't want to nah. spend money. We don't have to, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, that. We don't have sponsors. <laughs> sponsors y'all want to get on, though? These fuckers ain't listening. <laughs> Some guy at Pepsi right now is just like, Boys got what it takes to go the distance. <laughs> Let me start pushing the wrong Pepsi okay. product. <laughs> do, that, do that again? No, I'm good. Wait. I don't think I've ever actually done that before. That was pretty good, right? Wait a minute. Why Why did you just do that? Because the Pepsi commercial with fucking, what's her name that does that? Oh, is she Cardi doing B? the, is, does she do that? the Pepsi uh, commer- oh, yeah, commercial? We don't watch TV. Oh. I watch Disney you Plus, watch bitch. <laughs> it was a Super Bowl commercial. That's why I remember. Oh, okay, it. you know what? I do remember that. Yeah, and it had what's damn it, I face didn't, Steve Carell. I didn't and, mean uh, to remember <laughs> it. Now I do because it was a shitty commercial. Yeah, and every time I drink a Pepsi, I'm just like, God damn it, Cardi B. Just thinking of Cardi B and her stupid <laughs> ass music. Stupid. Cardigan backyard again. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. So, yeah, Atlanta was cool. Yeah, had a great time. Uh, ran into Van uh, from the Buzzards of Fuzz. Yeah, Baseman. Bossman? Baseman. Bassman. 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 <laughs> what? Fender, Fender Bassman. Okay. Van. I've never said it out loud. I've just read it on Me Facebook. Me too. Okay. Yeah, either way, I don't know. Nah, <laughs> oh, well, fuck you for correcting me. <laughs> Man, I hope you're listening to this. Chair metal. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and then it was uh, Ben's birthday uh, yeah. from Buzzer, so we yeah. also ran into him. And the show was really fun. But probably one of the coolest things, which is we got to fucking take you and Christian to next time we play Atlanta, which we talked to him also about. Um, we got to take you to Happy Donuts. Yeah, it was just like Ooh. two o'clock in the morning. We're hanging out with Ben pretty much all night, just shooting the shit or whatever. And then about two o'clock in the morning, it's like, y'all want some donuts? And we're like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So he walks us down a few blocks and we roll into this one shop and it's like I believe just a little twenty four hour joint, and he does everything from donuts to hot wings to slices of pizza to bagels. coffee, bagels. Just basically, you're kind of run of the mill munchy food. Basically, anything you'd be in the mood for twenty four hours, you know. Danish and and, <laughs> and the sweets were good. I got the wings; they were fucking great and really good spot. So that's gonna and it's really close to five points and everything else too. So. Yeah, it was over in the East Atlanta part. I think uh, about ten minutes from five points. Yeah, so that'll be a fun little place to hit up because that's always the thing that we run into is after we play Star Bar or just well, anywhere. It's just like always a Waffle House afterwards. Yeah, so it's like now at least we can still go to Waffle. You got this look on your face. We, <laughs> we can't go to Waffle House anymore, guys. <laughs> what do you mean we have to go to something a little more artisanal? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> nah, this is far from artisanal or artisanal, whatever the fuck. No, nah, this is definitely just a cool little hole in the wall joint, and it's, oh, yeah. and it just it had a cool vibe to it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the people and that, it is a good an addition to Waffle House thing. Yeah. Oh, and the people that run it are really fucking nice too. Yeah. So just a nice little unwind spot. There you go. Look at it as a little unwind spot before we go get some food. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well they have all the donuts, wings. Do they have food? pizza there? I saw yeah. the I saw an ad for pizza. Sweet. Wings and donuts. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Put coffee. Like, savory and sweet. And put like all like little bacon bits and stuff like that if you want some really crazy shit on your donuts. Oh hell yeah. One of those places. Did they bake them or fry them? Did they do that? Uh, I think yeah, I think that was an option. At least when I asked Van about it, he said, oh, yeah, anything you want. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, fucking load it up, man. <laughs> Basically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You guys picked up your drinks at the exact fucking same time, like in unison. That was weird. Got a drink after a good laugh. Yeah, because we're uh, educated, educated <laughs> alcoholics. Like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was really cool hanging out with Van again, though. Definitely, we'll get him back on the show Shit. too. And and Ben, he he was of course just three sheets to the wind. He comes in 
And so this this is where I've kind of sort of fallen on the radar of like expectations. I set the bar so low that it, all I have to do is fucking show up somewhere and people are excited. Because <laughs> uh, Van is on the phone with Ben when we're at Happy Donuts. And he goes, hey, Ben, you want to come down to 529? Or, that was place, right? Yeah, 529. He's like, you want to come down to 529? I'm here with the fill-ins. He goes, all right, see you soon, bud. You know, so we boogie on down there. And Ben sees Cab and he goes, hey, Cab. You give some great yeah, big hug. Like, it's just like, oh, hey, Cab. Alex. Yeah, like <laughs> loses his mind. He's like, Alex. Like, they so he gives me this hug. So he gives me this great big bear hug. We start talking for a second. Mind you, this is after a huge bear hug of like lunging toward me, okay? We're talking for a few seconds. And then in the middle of him talking, he just looks down to his shirt, lifts up his lapel pocket, and pulls out this fucking, like, highball shot glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Full of whatever he was still drinking. And I'm still just like... That's like one of those glasses you get, like, on a flight or some shit like that. Like a flight of, like, uh, whiskey shots and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just, and, he, and then he's just, like, kind of standing there talking with it. Now I'm just kind of... I never, like... But there was liquids in it? Yes. Yeah, it was like whiskey or something. Yeah, Wh- it was still... There was still liquid in it. And it was just an open glass? Yes. Fucking, fucking what? <laughs> That's Atlanta, dude. I was walking around open containers like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> while we were well, hanging but, out. Well, I'm not talking about just the open container thing, but that is survive the fucking hug yeah, and all that, that shit. <laughs> yes, also that. That's the main thing I'm talking about here. <laughs> Didn't spill or nothing. Man. That's awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's Atlanta in a nutshell. Great big bear hug as you pull out a little flute of whiskey from your fucking <laughs> lapel shirt pockets. <laughs> Didn't spill a fucking drop. Didn't spill a fucking drop. I still love that he's just kind of like, oh, hey, Cap, how are you? Fucking Alex is fucking here. Fucking Alex, like, fuck, the Cap's here. Everybody knows that. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants you, Booster. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, it was definitely from the standpoint of like, he expected you to be there because you're at shows and everything. Right. So he was like, oh, shit, hey, Cap. I rarely poke my head out from my bedroom door anymore. So it's like <laughs> for me to show up there and not really make it like announcing it a lot. He's like, oh, shit. So that, that was kind of fun. That was nice. <laughs> You're such a recluse. Everybody's a recluse these days, though. Yeah, it happens. That's <laughs> so what happens when you get older and curmudgeon Ain't yeah, and no rest for the wicked. <laughs> Money don't grow on trees. <laughs> what you been up to, Mikey? Dude, their new album was good. I liked it. Was it Casey Elephant? Yeah. Uh, I remember the radio hits, and that is about it. I like, like two or three songs. Did you like the radio hits? They weren't bad. I mean. I didn't love it, but the songs weren't bad by any means. All right, well, that's pretty much majority of the albums then. Cool. They're not bad. You know who is bad? Uh, all right, does anybody like? Did y'all keep up with all the Motley Crue shit that was going on before they kind of like offic- Now they're finally officially announcing this whole thing too, and just oh, not being tour. coy. Yeah, and just uh, was not coy about it at all either. Like they would put on these pledge uh, campaign links, they would be like, "What's happening with this?" Did you see the uh, promo video they released? I did not. <laughs> so, on the day we were recording this, uh, they released a promo video. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Narrated <laughs> Alex by, is dying. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Narrated by Machine Gun Kelly. And it was like, in 2014, 
Motley Crue called it quits and to show them, you know, like sign of the document and shit. And he's like, you know, banning them, you know, barring them from doing any sort of touring. But ever since then, their name has grown exponentially and they were bigger than ever. And they showed like all these like comments from like Facebook and stuff of like, come back, come back. We want you guys to tour again, this kind of shit. And they're like, but we know that a legally binding document, you know, had to be destroyed. Well, the crew's no uh, stranger to destruction. Oh, and, you, and then you see, like, the fucking table that the document's sitting on, like, fucking explode in slow motion and everything else around it just oh, slowly start so exploding. And, it, and then it goes, like, Motley Crew is back. <laughs> well, that lasted, what, five years? Yeah. It, it feels like the most underwhelming reunion of all time, too. I know that... It, the movie probably was responsible for a lot of the hype and everything too. And oh yeah, because again, Mich- fucking Machine Gun Kelly is narrating it, and a lot of the and well, I wouldn't say a lot. Some of the footage they were using was from the Dirt movie when it was meant to seem like they were talking about Motley Crue themselves. Well, congratulations, guys that like the movie. You'll get to see a fat drunk out of key Vince Neil <laughs> again. <laughs> Big Mac. And I would hear stories about them just like absolutely just hating each other by the end of that farewell tour. It's like, I wonder how much the offers are where they're just kind of like, we're doing this again. You know, no one is ever concerned All about right. Nick Mars. No one's. I know. Pretty sure is. Well, the thing is, is Mick's uh, doing other guitar stuff. So it's not like he's hurting that bad. Yeah, he's not on a stage. Yeah. Is he? He's going to put him up in a wheelchair before this whole thing's over with or inject him with something every night before uh, he goes on. There ain't shit you can inject a man with when his spine is fusing together. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to put out a solo record for the longest time, but that got put on the back burner for a long time, too. every night. <laughs> every night. I hope so, I too. Hope Mick, Mars is like the, line. Mick Mars is like the only cool guy in that band. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> He seems like the only decent human in that fucking band. I don't know. I don't know if he's a decent human or not, but still, fuck, man. You know he's in pain. Yeah, that's that's all anybody really knows about him. It's not like he was front and center on all the tablets like everybody else was. Yeah, and and the other funny thing is, too, is a song about them getting along or whatnot. I was scrolling through some of the Facebook comments when that was happening, and this one guy was like, all these negative people on here talking about they're just in it for the money. Well, who knows? Maybe after they genuinely called it quits, not making music together anymore, they genuinely wanted to do it. And I'm sitting here going, dude, what fucking planet do you live on? (laughs) There's only one. I am a casual acknowledger of Motley Crue and I'm fully aware that they've hated each other for years it isn't anything new it's not like all of a sudden someone turned over a new leaf and was like you know guys I genuinely miss playing with you guys <laughs> fucking yeah dude I don't know why Mikey's in the band but <laughs> there's only one reason any of these big bands get back together and Money. it's not because of kumbaya bullshit it's oh. it's because of the big offers and I'm sure with the dirt Picking up the way it did, all of the offers were out there. See, and, and that was weird that this is kind of happening now because I remember thinking a few months ago, before any of these rumors started, that the dirt kind of fizzled out. Yeah, it kind of had, had that internet shelf life, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like big for like maybe a couple of weeks or so, and then people get bored and divert their attention to something else. It was a meme. Yeah. Yeah. 
Vince so, Neil became a meme himself. <laughs> so it's like I found that kind of funny that it felt like it just kind of fizzled out quickly. And as soon as I felt like it fizzled out, boom, they're doing this. So and since like, nobody's selling music anymore anyway, they're just like, oh, uh, we better do something. Did you read an article recently? No, I just hear about it all the time. Okay, because this is like, <laughs> I just feel like this is like the fourth episode in the row you've actually said like that exact statement. And that's why I was like, I, I, I want to know more. If you did read an article, I, I, let's dig into it. It just feels like you, you've you led into that a few times. And I'm like, you got something for me? It's still, it's just, you just hear about something new like every fucking week. It's like somebody's getting back together. Now that it's official with Motley Crue, it's no, just... No, I was talking about the people aren't... Uh, records ain't selling. Well, they're not. They're just... <laughs> Physical products out sales <laughs> streaming like the only like, what y'all doing just picking out on porch. Damn records ain't selling. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got left. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. <laughs> records ain't selling. Oh wait a minute, isn't there already a song about rock and roll records not selling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, goes, yes, yes. it goes exactly like that. <laughs> but but you know how the industry is and everything like the only way anybody can make any money is to get out and tour like i said vince tours nikki was still putting out music mick mars was trying to put out music yeah god knows what tommy lee's doing you never heard about what he was doing except for the one time he and his kid got in a fight is 6 a.m still a thing i guess i'm not sure i don't see why it wouldn't be a thing i think they put out a new album recently but nikki six wasn't on this one oh if i remember right then why would it be <laughs> 6 a.m because <laughs> oh, it's still everyone else from wouldn't that band. be 6 p.m <laughs> sucks a.m sucks a.m I, I don't know i, I could never i i bought that first album when it came out because fucking everyone did and I, enjoyed, oh, I fucking jammed that shit. Was that the was that, that had like life, uh, is, beautiful. life is beautiful? Yeah. yeah. So it's like everyone fucking bought that record, and I listened to it a good bit, and I and I found like one or two songs on it I liked at the time, and eventually it just cycled out of my playlist and everything as I quit listening to it. And I remember digging that up like maybe three years ago on Spotify and being like, "See how this held up," and about. A quarter away through life's beautiful, I was like, "All right, I remember this well enough." Click next song. Ooh, <laughs> click. Uh, shut up, Nikki. Click. <laughs> and it's like, I forgot, like, between every song was like a spoken word piece. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, click. We're getting like click, super preachy click. about drugs and stuff. Well, he's trying to be like so dramatic with everything. He's like, and then I met this girl. She had brown eyes. Her name was Heroin. He's like kind of like talking like that on oh the fucking God. like track and everything. You said you bought the record. Why are you acting? No, cringy? he bought the record. I said I knew life is beautiful. I didn't buy the record. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I washing my hands of this uh, shit right now. That's on y'all. <laughs> I'll show you some of the pieces from it. But no, it, a good like 99.9 percent of that record is trash. The to the best of my knowledge, I remember one song being tolerable. It was something like a courtesy call. It was like that. It was like the heaviest track on the record, and I remember kind of going, "I can kind of enjoy this," <laughs> but no, I remember our friends being like fucking hardcore into that record. <laughs> that was pretty emo at the time, anyway, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah. So that was about around that same time period of like what uh, mid two thousands. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah, I think they got that. Uh, that first reunion was off the heels of the book doing so well, anyway. So they just kind of. Find a way to keep the uh, the lore in the public uh, in the public uh, 
I want to say consciousness. Well, that's because. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find another word for it. Oh, not sound like public consciousness, bro. <laughs> public uh. glittering and glittering and. But yeah, congratulations, guys. Motley Crue is back. Supposedly with who? Poison and Def Leppard. I'm pretty sure that was a tour already like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that has already been a thing. Uh, you Throw Van Halen on there and that'd be the ultimate tour of bands Alex does not give two <laughs> flying fucks about. <laughs> Van Halen's a weird one because you never hear from that camp at all about any potential reunions or anything like that. Well, I mean, fucking Eddie's got cancer. Yeah. But there was never, there's never any, it took them for, it was rumored to have cancer for the longest time, but it wasn't until recently where they had to put out a press release on it. Like, this was, like, were you about to say it took him forever to actually get cancer? It took him so long <laughs> to actually get it. This is actually a second time. This guy smokes three packs of Marble Reds a day and he talks like this. He's got to have cancer. He's got to. Fuck. Apparently, Fuck. Uh, from what... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're uh, blaming uh, this uh, the second round on uh, having metal guitar picks just sitting in his in his mouth. You know, in between songs, now you just kind of like, stick a guitar pick in your mouth, or you're just trying to do stuff with your hands while you're yeah, playing guitar. Maybe if they were made out of lead, sure. Yeah, but <laughs> fucking that's what they're blaming it on. This, this guitar is pick is pure uranium. Is your guitar tone so reliant that you'd have to play with a metal guitar I'm about pick? To say metal pick. I know that's that that. That confused me too, and I haven't bothered to do any research further on <laughs> those kind of ramifications. But still, that's what was reported. <laughs> you make it sound like you was in trouble. I hadn't done any further research on those ramifications. I haven't done any further investigations. I know nothing. Those ramifications. Allegedly, he was playing with the metal pick. I plead the fifth. He put it in his mouth, and that gave him cancer. God damn it! <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> Pull that microphone back a little bit. I'm right up on it. You're right up on that shit. Would you like another sparkling ale? I'm pretty good right now, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, okay, I won't get I one. I won't go get one for myself. <laughs> no, but you can go see David Lee Roth play uh, Vegas Residency next year. Oh, so he's doing music again. Yeah. He's playing with Samurai Diamond Swords Dave. in Japan. I mean, he's doing that too, but... <laughs> Is he still podcasting? I could not tell you anymore. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of... I think even Joe Rogan ripped on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because, <laughs> um, what's his face? Uh, Raza? Is that his name? From, oh, Riza uh, from Wu-Tang. Riza, there we yeah, go. Was, Raza? I don't fucking The Raza. Know. The Jaza. <laughs> Old dirty cap, bastard. Cap? You've now been replaced from the whitest fucking person in this room. <laughs> Usually it's always you, regardless of what room we go in. Now, Mikey has now won the award for whitest oh, well. person in the room. Congratulations. <laughs> Rizza. Yeah. I don't remember them talking about that, though. But but. He was talking about doing a podcast, and it's uh, Donald. Donnell Rawlings. Yeah. <laughs> Donald? Donnell. Donnell Rawlings. All right, well. You're a terrible at. <laughs> <Darn hell. laughs> You're ter- terrible at names today. Fuck it. 
you watch that episode? I listened to it. Oh, did they not talk shit about David Lee Roth? I don't remember, but they <laughs> talked about. Uh, but Rizza was talking about doing a podcast. Someone like, did. Razza. Someone on Razza. 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 Razza would probably just as obnoxious as fucking David Lee Roth though, because his, he's all stream of conscience, uh, oh, consciousness yeah. too. Yeah, he's so fucking woke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's so woke. And Donald Rollins just. He's keep, like, I'm taking notes. Did he say podcast or podcast? And I was just like, all right, I can't listen to this fucking episode. And Donald Rollins was only just, five minutes in. <laughs> And Donnell Rollins is just giving him shit for being a vegan the whole time. <laughs> but they're friends because they were on the Chappelle show together and everything. So, yeah. well, what y'all got planned uh, for holidays coming up here? Uh, I got a radio show or radio appearance in Knoxville, like first thing Tuesday morning, uh, right before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and then going home from there. On what station? WDVX. Just some uh, alt timey uh fm sound and radio station that uh they host a show anytime uh they give guided tours through like the uh downtown knoxville area people will come in i know it's quaint as hell <laughs> it's quaint as hell but this is with kelsey and uh it's perfect for that audience so it's like why not oh and they and they reach up so you're not gonna be on a radio show well i'm going to be kelsey's on a- gonna be on a radio show and you're gonna be there playing guitars yes yes Yes. <laughs> Are you my name be- is not my name is not on the album type on the cover sir. speaking probably not will kelsey be speaking probably so mike <laughs> shut up <laughs> you'll, hear, you'll hear my dulcet tones <laughs> uh, man all right Oh, yes. <laughs> he finds a way to fucking cut to the quick on that one, didn't he? Ouch! <laughs> Is there going to be video this time? I think there's going to be video. They think they uh, Damn, uh video and audio on a radio show. I think they uh, rec- uh videos where they film it and they put it through their YouTube channels. Hell yeah, that's cool. Or channel. I like I dig shit like that. I like to watch that kind of stuff. That's fun. I'll tr- I'll try that's to. That's awesome, be- dude. You're basically going to be a rock star. Sure. <laughs> you mean I'm not? You mean I'm not already with you guys? Come on, man! Please back that microphone up. It's getting up on it. No, pull it. There you go. <laughs> You're gonna listen back to this one and be See, like, "Whoa!" <laughs> See, it's a rock star, not radio star. <laughs> no, but we're getting more shows, and uh, imagine. We'll be getting a lot of stuff going on next year, too. We're trying to lean more into it. Cap, you need to get a gun. <laughs> you need a fucking six-shooter on your hip right now, man. With the fucking hair and the sideburns and the fucking oh goatee. God. Dude, you need it. No one's going to take you serious unless you get a fucking pistol. Who <laughs> takes you serious anyway? Because you, you don't about? have a fucking gun, dude. <laughs> I love that hard transition too. You need a fucking gun, bro. I didn't know where the hell you were going with that. Yeah, really. <laughs> Do I look like a? I guess depending on where I am. Yeah, dude. I look like a guy that definitely needs a look gun? like a guy that would have a gun. That would have one. Yes, you need one. And you need a big ass belt buckle. And got one already. I do want. A, I do want one. I know, man. You just need a fucking gun. <laughs> Next, you're gonna tell me I'm gonna get a cowboy hat. <laughs> and the answer is no. Uh, well, not with that hair. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> oh, 
Fine, I wasn't going to get one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm s- we'll get a gun, though. <laughs> I couldn't carry it around, though. Pretty, I'm, I'm not sure what the laws in North Carolina are as far as just walking around with one. I think it's an open carry state, actually. I think we're open carry. Are we good? All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's go get a gun, then. You can't conceal it, but as long as we can see it, <laughs> that's completely legal. But if there's a sign that says you can't have it, then obviously you can't have it. So... Can the can the put, can I put Walmart the, uh, though? You can walk around in Walmart and open carry. It's beautiful. Just put it in, keep it in a utility belt. No, in a fucking holster. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't need a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh my fucking sights hurt. Oh, so I've been trying to get better, just not cackling on the fucking mic, but now I feel like I'm about to puke because I've been wanting to laugh so hard. Oh my god! Drink some more Diet Coke, man. You'll be all right. No, I'm fine right now. Hold on. <laughs> I know my head hurts. <laughs> I just think your hair looks presidential. <laughs> I guess I'm based on George Washington vibes right now. <laughs> Oh God! Do you think marijuana is a gateway drug? Uh, <laughs> a gateway to laughter, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> gateway to what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mikey's like, you know. What does that even mean? <laughs> I saw something the other day where it's like, uh, you know, what's fucked up about uh, fire trucks? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> They're actually water trucks. <laughs> oh. God. And I thought it was funnier if you would have just said, you know, what's fucked up about fire trucks. That was punchline was the setup was better than punchline, yeah. <laughs> or at least the the timing of the setup. Uh, fine. <laughs> oh hey, I told uh, Alex and Christian this, but I didn't get to tell you because you went downstairs for whatever reason at the practice space. Oh yeah. But um, so here here we go. You can't hold on. You can tune a guitar. But you can't tuna fish. But you can can tuna fish. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Now we know. Cap, you should get a gun. (laughs) I just wasn't ready for that one. (laughs) I thought I was going to end with the tuna fish, and I was going to be like, (sighs) Would you have not heard that one before? No, I have, but that's why. Hence my groaning. What else you got for me, Mikey? You got some more jokes. <laughs> tell us a joke. I can't. I can't be told to tell jokes. <laughs> I can't be told to be funny. Yeah. It's like I can't be told to come. Dance, clown, dance. <laughs> be funny, motherfucker. Oh that, man, that's Mikey. He's either really funny or really quiet. <laughs> You're fucking on something tonight, but it's good. <laughs> No, like literally everybody, like everybody we play music with, uh, will say, uh, "Why is Mikey so quiet? Is he just like, does he not talk to people?" It's like, I'll oh, just give him a couple, uh, <laughs> just hang out with him next time. He'll talk. He'll make you laugh. Yeah, just give. Just basically, just he's he's like he's like a very loyal dog. He just has to get to know you a little Let me bit. Warm up so I don't hurt your feelings. <laughs> you're just feeling. Fucking you're just read the crowd the room. For a Read the crowd. Read the crowd. It's an old Chris Morrison thing. He's reading the yeah. crowd. Test the room. <laughs> it's been hurting my feelings all night. 
No, it's only because, like, the only reason I say that is because the way the light is hitting your hair, it makes it look a lot more fine and, like, poofy than it actually is. Because <laughs> it's like, when you turn your head, it looks completely different. It's just the way you're looking at me right now. It's just, it looks very presidential. I should just let it grow out through the summertime yes. and wait till, like, that harsh-ass humidity comes in and see what happens. Yes. Dude, you should, uh... What's your plan like? Are you? I don't it, have a plan. Is it right gonna now. fro or is it gonna drop? I don't know. We'll you find. Should probably not wash it very often. And let those oils kind of maintain it. I try to go like have like one day of the week where I just kind of like not just not have to ta- not have to take a shower, but part of that's pure laziness too. Um, we were just talking about washing our hair, but that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> just working that into my schedule. <laughs> I guess you're right. Oh, man. But no, I don't have a plan. I want to grow out my hair, but God, dude, fucking, it's so thick and unmanageable. So is mine. I'm so lazy, dude. I don't have time to dress my hair. I guess I have time, but I don't want to make time for that shit. <laughs> Why do you want to do your hair long, Mikey? What? Ah, because fucking, it's cool shit. It's not... I don't mind having long hair. It's the going from short to long and the in-between phase, which is like fucking forever. <laughs> Just get a mullet. Nah, nah. everybody's getting a mullet. That's what I said. Everyone's getting a mullet, really? <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> it's a thing now. That and the mom jeans. Yeah. The 90s mom jeans. So, define mom jeans. Are you just saying high-waisted jeans? High-waisted that were just... that uh. I don't know. There's an aesthetic to it that just reminds me of just just a ni- the '90s aesthetic to it, where it's just like a certain pattern and a certain. Is your like, hand okay? Shit. <laughs> mom jeans getting them all intense. Oh man, the mom jeans, the memories. <laughs> <laughs> no, because a lot of people, I I just sometimes hear people refer to mom jeans as also the high waisted jeans, and I'm like, did you forget the '70s, where high waisted jeans were a thing? <laughs> yeah, I guess it. <laughs> I just associate my parents with like uh, just like high waisted jeans. I just associate my parents with the '90s, man. Well, that's that's where I spent the most time with them. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. When he's got a point, he's got a point. (laughs) Damn. When I spent the most time with them, you're right. That's very true. So yeah, so you're going up to Tennessee to be on a radio show. Yeah. That's where that whole thing spawned from. Uh, pretty much. Oh, it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> so, so what are you doing after the radio thing? Well, how long do you get on the radio? Like, how many songs do you guys get to play? Uh, I think it's you're just like 30, what, two or three? I think it's 30 minutes. Whoa, yeah. that's badass. So like... Four songs, maybe. I mean, hell, if we between talking, hear so sometimes they'll like talk in like, between songs. I'm like, what inspired that song? Wow, that's a beautiful story. <laughs> we can't wait to hear the next one. No, on this it'd be. All right, you're wow, listening a to Blum story. Now, won't you tell me where the inspirational album came from? <laughs> well, I was working at the Waffle House, and then I got laid off, so this other lady could take over. Like, took your job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I took your job. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, South Park's good. <laughs> I know. Continue. I've noticed. So yeah, thirty minutes. So but yeah, I have no idea how the. Uh, so if we don't at least hear, a, hey mama, <laughs> on there. 
Yeah, I have no idea what the uh, setup in the... Yeah, be the fucking guitarist that just chimes in. Just fucking start talking. Hey, guys. Hey. I like to play. <laughs> just everybody start just chit-chatting. So you'll, like, so you'll be like, hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Captain yeah. Nunn. Like, I'm Captain Nunn. <laughs> like, I'm Kelsey Ryan with... <laughs> with... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't forget me. Oh, wait. Do you guys have a band name? Or is it the Kelsey Ryan band? Uh, it's the Handyman. Kelsey Ryan and the Handyman now. Fuck yes, dude. That's awesome. Why don't do you tell people you're in the handyman? <laughs> I guess you I fucking am should. Now. And you Go. better have that fucking gun on your hip when you tell them so they know you're fucking serious. Guess what, guys? Yeah. All my listeners, I am officially a member of Kelsey Ryan and the Handyman. Because there's there's two <laughs> things that are gonna happen. You you tell people you're in a band called the Handyman, they're either gonna kick your ass or they're gonna <laughs> Or they're going to respect it. And that all depends on whether or not you have a fucking gun, dude. You bring a valid point. <laughs> when he's got a point, he's got a point. He's going to bring it back to the Johnny Paycheck days. Uh, <laughs> Captain Handyman Nunn. God damn it. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck there's an album cover yeah really and it's just like the uh, the toy gun with just like the it shoots the flag it caps like an assless chaps is going like the fucking Han <laughs> Solo pose you ain't woman enough to take my man cap came first <laughs> and he can keep going if you want him to <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you can leave great. us a five star rating on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So now you should be. That should be a lot of fun, though, man. I'm, I'm happy I'm for you because that's going to be. You said is it a college station or a national station? It's a national station, and uh, I think more people will uh, listen to it online and watch the YouTube videos that they put out. Fuck yes, that's fucking dude. cool, man. Hell yeah, no, that's really cool. I think more people will be seeing it uh, in person live than actually listening to it live. Mm-hmm. And I think the web, I think their website keeps records of everything too. So. so I feel like I feel like country music is on an upswing, but it's all underground. So what's it gonna take to break into like that national like radio like takeover? Does that make sense? Uh, just the right person to you know have the right song to cross over. I mean, Sturgill, Sturgill Simpson, the Sturgill Simpsons and the uh, Tyler Childers of the world are kind of on the up and up. They just announced a tour and they're playing the fucking spectrum. Word. So, something's happening with uh, underground country music these days and I guess it took uh, all these guys putting out four or five albums worth and getting an audience and uh, finding their own industry because Nashville sure as hell isn't picking them up. Yeah, no shit. I mean, they'll yeah, get... I find that on because they were like birthplace yeah they'll start off in nashville and then they'll kind of figure out how the industry works and then figure out how to do it on their own but part of us having good songs too yeah and touring your ass off does it seem like a lot more artists like that are creating better because again that's still so far outside of my realm does it feel like they're creating better songs now or i think so because they i think so because a lot of these uh, singers embrace the art form of songwriting. Like I watched the uh, right. It's not just pop with a fucking twangy voice on it. 
Right. And a lot of these guys, like a lot of the male singers were like guitar players in rock bands. Yeah. Before they got started with like their fucking, own little um, solo uh, endeavors. Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Uh, everyone turns to like, he's gonna fucking save country music. Like, okay. <laughs> right, he is good, but... Yeah, he became a, became a superstar overnight, didn't he? But uh, Jason Isbell, uh, I watched a video that he did not too long ago. He He's a big guitar nerd and he collects guitars and he's a guitar player first, but he understood that in order to, you know, the most important thing to have as an artist is good songs. Yeah. And embrace that art form above being a guitar player, even though he gets to play with all his toys and everything. He embraces the songwriting craft. You know first who I always liked as a guitar player? Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley is a great guitar he player. He fucking shreds, dude. He's a terrible songwriter, but yeah, he fucking shreds. He it's odd good. to hear a country guitarist shreds. No, he he really he does. Fucking chicken picks or whatever the fuck. He he he's a picker, man. <laughs> that boy can pick that fucking six string, man. Because a lot of these like new guitar play, these uh, new country guys that play uh, this kind of stuff grew up playing, you know classic rock and stuff like that and wanted to learn how to play fucking Kiss and Aerosmith and shit like that before they started uh, getting into country music and then figuring out that all these bluegrass players play way better technically yeah. than uh, a lot oh, of the rock yeah. guys do. Dude, one of the I went to high school with a kid who um, played banjo and he was like fucking, he'd do some Appalachian competition every year and where I'm it was just like so, the best in the state that would show up to like play so jealous of people like and that and he was fucking like always top three and he fucking killed the banjo dude and I watched those bluegrass players are retarded retarded good <laughs> retardedly good you can't say that I don't think it's very PC it's not I very PC it. bro I said it no I'll watch uh, I'll watch any of those guys play before uh, a lot of the uh, Ingve Malmsteen's with the world for sure yeah, he's boring as shit. Is he so highly regarded these days? Um, in the you know electric guitar, I mean, he's always going to have a platform in the electric guitar playing instrumental you know circuit. Because I just hadn't, aside from just people referencing him like in person, I've not noticed any like articles or news pieces or music pieces about him recently. I mean, he's always going to have his core audience that'll come out and see him tour, but that's really about it. And it's always like the. Uh, but that's why I'm even saying then. It's like I'd I go don't, watch I don't, him. I don't even remember seeing like uh, some like you know fucking sleaze rocks or you know Rolling Stone or anyone announcing tour dates. Things about like Steve, the Steve Vai's of the world and the Joe Satriani's of the world, where their audience are the guitar geeks or right. like the really like. Or uh, some of them will have like. Uh, They'll have like a certain venue that they just stay at. Like yeah. uh, one guy, Richie Kotzen, had a lot of solo stuff. He was in Mr. Big. He's in Winery then, Dogs too, yeah, right? Winery Dogs now. But when he's not doing that shit, he's just got like deals at certain clubs in Vegas. And so he'll just, he lives there and plays. What's he do? He just puts on shows three, four nights a week. He's one of the headlining acts at one of the clubs. Like with a full he's, band or just him? Him in a band, yeah. Oh, okay, he okay. just gets up there and he plays guitar and sings. And he's one of those virtuoso guitars, so he's fucking good as shit. Not like Malmsteen, like shreddy. He's like, very he's tasteful. Very, yeah, he's fucking good. And he can sing. Very, And he can fucking sing. He's fucking all-around solid musician, but doesn't go for the touring life all the time. He'd just rather stay at a venue. You get... I mean, fucking Ron Wright was just talking about it. You're like the opening act at a venue and you're getting like fucking two thousand dollars a week 
that's that's fucking comfy. Yeah, so. yeah. The only time he ever has a tour is when the winery dog's getting offered. Yeah, and it's fucking Vegas, so it's constantly new people in and out. Of yeah, that's the, tour essential. Yeah, and a lot of the rock guys move out to Vegas to get work. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, if they're good, there's fucking work. So. Yep. Hell yeah. You just gotta do that hustle. And he said she's got it. I mean, Charlotte's got places like that, but unfortunately, it's like it's very uh, like Howl at the Moon and places like that where it's a piano bar with a full band, but everyone wants to hear cover songs and, and it's shit. A, and it's so. the same deal as a lot of these big towns where like the yeah. only uh, you play the same wedding band set list and all that. Yeah, but those so, guys are getting paid, so yeah. On them. So interesting little note though. You mentioned uh, Howl at the Moon. Howl at the Moon is at the uh, epicenter downtown. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, get you guys to take on this. I saw recently on uh, WSOC TV, which is our local station here, uh, they're actually closing down all the uh, like restaurant kind of like bar eateries up there, uh-huh. and this being replaced with all um, shops and like retail. So even like music venues and shit, like now. I was avoiding using that term because let's use the term music venue very loosely here. We're talking about places that have the cover bands. Bar and grill. Okay, clubs. Yeah. Bar and grill type thing. The the downtown scene. This isn't like rock and roll. So you're going to take all that out and put just shopping? Yeah. Who goes shopping anymore? We'll see. Especially downtown. (laughs) We'll see. All right. So I'm actually (laughs) glad y'all have that opinion on it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, why? <clears throat> because you go to any major downtown, you know, that has like, you know, cityscape like that. There's always some sort of shops to go into a little record store, consignment shop, uh, in addition to the coffee shop and the bakery and all that. There's there's some sort of downtown where you can go there, do your shit and go home, you know? Mm-hmm. Charlotte is very banking and very business central, yeah. you know? So you go downtown, really all there is is coffee shops, banking stuff, and the epicenter, which had the dance clubs and shit like that in it. Nowhere was there places just to shop, and it felt very odd for a downtown. And that's one of the very few that I've been to that's kind of been like that. Hell, you go to fucking Asheville downtown, and you've got shops along with you know business along with food along with music venues you know so what kind of shops are they wanting yeah. to put in because if it's just going to be like another fucking outlet mall or oh some i have shit, no clue that was i my, mean it, that was my first stupid. thought well i'm maybe took basing, this out here is an american eagle well i'm kind of basing it on uh, what they've had there before uh they used to have this closing shop called a uh, revolution and uh, it was an independently owned shop and that used to be there before the uh, Gold's Gym took over. But, yeah, so, I mean, that was there. And um, there was a few other little independent shops that have popped up over there. There's a sneaker shop and a few other things. So I can imagine them just them getting rid of the food and, you know, kind of party stuff like that and then just putting in retail. And, hell, they actually could wind up doing something pretty cool with it. I mean, yeah, what... It's not saying I probably miss any of what they have over there no, right and, now. No, and, and, and that's that one place. So, and that's the other thing too is like, is Charlotte really gonna be fucking uh, 
missing because it's all of a sudden got two or three less corporate bars located downtown for all the fucking hipsters to go to. What about <laughs> no the, offense, Mikey. It's all good. What about, what, about that, what about that movie theater? Wasn't that in the epicenter too? Well, that would still be considered just regular entertainment. They're talking about like bar and grill, music venue type things where... Cause where there's it, a lot of noise you right, can hear even right. from it. Just walking in. Well, that, <laughs> but apparently there was like a lot of crime recently involving a few of those establishments. Um, um, well, yeah, that happens. Yeah. A lot of people like to take drugs. Yeah. So, <laughs> or do shady things. Uh, I didn't read the full details on it. All I, <laughs> yeah. So, I'll know exactly what transpired. All I saw was, you know, apparently there was a rise in crime when a few of these places opened up. So, they're just like, all right, no more fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn, we're going to miss. I don't want to name the names of places in case they're listening or whatever. But I guess I that doesn't matter. Fuck with any of these places, Cap. We're gonna miss. Hal Do you know how many listeners we have? <laughs> We're gonna miss. Uh, was trying to think like name some others. Names whiskey some other spots. warehouse. I mean, whiskey whiskey river used to be whiskey over there, river. Right? That's what it was. Yeah, that used to be over there, but I think that's already gone. Hell, I don't know. It's Hell, been forever since I've been up there too. The only thing that's <clears throat> fucking worthwhile over there is the movie theater in the bowling alley. I'm ready for fucking Monroe and Indian Trail to start doing shit, man. It seems like everything's in Charlotte or it's moving like north of Charlotte to like Gastonia and Lake Norman and all that. Yeah. We need some music venues on the south side. Well, all right. Get something going. Get some (laughs) apartment party at Mikey's. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We'll fucking have a pool party and fucking rock and roll. <laughs> Fucking roll that drum kit up, get you kicked out in five minutes flat. <laughs> I don't know. They've had fucking DJs out there, and it was loud as shit. Yeah, but Definitely you know, wasn't taking a nap that afternoon. Yeah, but you know, for some reason, as soon as you put, you could have a drum kit that's exactly the same loudness as that DJ mixer, whatever he was doing, and all of a sudden, because it's a drum kit, there's an added connotation to it that it's loud. Hmm. Yeah, but. If you're playing Sublime covers or pool party <laughs> covers and all that Shoot stuff. Me. <laughs> Shoot me. That's what they'll hire a band to do. I would rather not. <laughs> I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> I have a friend that uh, invited me over, and he lives out in fucking Anson County, middle of nowhere. But he does he does pretty well for himself. Yeah. And uh, he's got a big-ass back porch, no fucking neighbors, and a huge backyard. So what and are I was playing over there. I was giving him the full fucking spiel, man. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I know a guy that does this. I'm like, all you gotta do is just set it up like this. You want to do this and that and that. This is how we get money in the door, but you know, nothing crazy. And like, <laughs> we'll make sure like we have these people established, everything safe, and blah blah blah. And he's just like, oh man, I don't know about all that. Only I can do that. I'm like, nah, dude, come on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's not a no. <laughs> Be like, I got a guy. I can hook yeah, you up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. I got you. <laughs> we can do this. We can do this, man. How big is Indian Trail? <laughs> oh, Indian Trail? Uh, I don't know. It's basically mini Charlotte at this point. Okay. It's all the same shit minus the nightlife. Right. So you got all your Starbucks and your Targets and your fancy neighborhoods. About like Matthews or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just... it's. The next town from Matthews. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Yep, Anson County is way out in the middle of the fucking sticks, though. That's past where I used to live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, okay, yeah, that's way far out there. Yeah, that's where Will lives. Yeah, that's right. Mikey's like, I don't want to have to go to Charlotte to find fun stuff to do. <laughs> well, shit, I'd be driving further to go to Anson County now instead of Charlotte. It takes yeah, me like really. 25 minutes to get here now. It's fucking nice. Which is odd, because when you said, I'm on my way... I didn't immediately start counting when that was, but at some point in my head, I went, Mikey will be here in 30 minutes. And then you showed up in 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember like uh, we used to, we had to go all the way to Mikey's house to practice every Sunday. You had to play, plan your tra- uh, day around that. Hey, that's, that's fine. I had to go all the way to Adam's house. I was say, yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> somebody was losing gas. And Jared's every- house. <laughs> and a couple of times we all went to Christian's yeah. house. Yeah. And I lost gas up there too, so it's just one of those deals things you do. Everyone with. does it. <laughs> never, uh, uh, never, never complained about it though. No, you gotta give me that. <laughs> you, you have yet. To, you've never really complained about much when it comes to the band stuff. Nope. You've gotten a little. Er, in the early days, you got a little. Uh, you went dark a few times. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of an ego. It happens. <laughs> I didn't really get ego from you. Mm. What's the word? Oh, that's relevant. <laughs> no, let's talk Locking about shares. it. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. I don't know, dude. I don't remember. We're just starting off, and it's probably still just figuring. Just young it out. and angry at the world, you know. <laughs> no, because I remember there was a few Being times. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a few times where it felt like it was like a oh god damn it, it's Mikey about to quit, and it was like right before. It was when we were still at the old practice space before we moved to your spot. <laughs> so it was like in between Hipster Killers and Fifth Times to Charm. That was so long ago now. Yeah, that was probably before you. That was when I was. Yeah, it was after because Cap. Cap recorded Hipster Killers with us. Yeah. Like knowing that material for like two months. <laughs> you know, on my end of things, I just felt like us were felt like we were just still just trying to figure out how to be a how That's to probably be a band. Was. Well, I mean, it's like. I'm just not patient. That's all it is. We were doing it, or at least I was doing it for like a year, maybe two years at that point. So it was just like, why aren't we fucking, why aren't we getting paid for this shit yet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a job. I'm a college student. <laughs> I make fucking $450 a month. I only get paid once a month. <laughs> That's the thing about original music. It don't get you paid. Then you're Starting first- off. Yeah. Then you eventually decide to find out, it's like, oh, well, the longer I work at it, it's incremental, and the, and the longer we stop having breaks, the quicker it is. Yep. <laughs> Just kind of figure out how to become your own industry. Plus, you've been enjoying doing... Uh, Plus, looking back, we really weren't that good. We didn't deserve it. We didn't know what we were doing either. No. We knew what we were doing. We just weren't doing it good enough yet. Yeah, it's like we, our heads, were in, of a guitar our heads were in the right place. I'd say our heads are in the same place. It's weird how, like... If I compare myself now to then, I'm a much better guitar player, I'd mm-hmm. say. But I don't know anymore. Like, I haven't studied any more, like, theory or, like, try to force all that shit down. It's just a matter of just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing oh, it. Yeah, and I then it's just like, about oh, theory. Shit. I just kind of, like, just... Yeah, I'm of... pretty damn good at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at some point, yeah, you don't have to worry about studying theory anymore. What winds up happening is just <clears throat> due to the music you listen to... You'll just wind up picking up little things that you hear. So, really, 
Oh man, I'm say this on the podcast. It playing with better bands and getting better, and then because that's where I learned the most is seeing someone else get on stage and watching them do it. Mm-hmm. So when we first playing started playing with No Power No Crown and watching Steve, that was a big growing point. Yeah, because <laughs> definitely he was definitely better than me at the time. There's probably there's still things he can do. I can't. I'm not gonna. It's di- it's different. But you know, so working with him, watching him, and then. Any other show, watching Andrew play is always a fucking like. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna sit here and pay attention. I, I, I like, remember when that transition happened. You you were finally because I remember you and Steve were kind of doing like the little guitar battles in the studio. Like you'd start riffing some, and he'd pick it up. He'd start riffing, you'd pick it back up. So, and then all of a sudden, it's like you saw Andrew, and it's, I saw the look yeah, on your like, face of like, fuck. oh fuck! All of a sudden, you didn't fuck <laughs> around with Steve anymore. You're like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I've moved on. I see my next opponent. <laughs> I'm like Ace Freely. I know what my six solos are, and I just stick with those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not really an opponent, though. I mean, it's definitely. I, I it, say that. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, it definitely comes from a competitive kind of deal. But I, I just enjoy being competitive. So there's I, nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to bring anyone down. It's just like, I think well, shit. No, I think it's fun. I can now see. I now see that it's possible, and it's yeah. not on a screen. It's fucking right here in person. Mm-hmm. Fucking gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think you've gotten a lot better as a guitarist. And again, just with the way that, um, you know, just being a music fan works, the more you listen to different kinds of music, because even though you don't listen to a lot of different stuff than what you used to, it does feel like your taste has expanded a bit since I, when I first really started hanging out with you in 2013, 2014. For sure. So. Just by listening to that different kind of stuff, you're mentally going to pick up different tricks. Because you're even in the back of your head, you're going to go, oh, man, I fucking love that solo. Mm-hmm. And even if you may not sit there and try to, you know, learn it note for note, you may go, and the thing I love about that solo is this little do-do-do-do or the way he does the bend or the way, the way it leads out. So all of a sudden, now you're writing a solo and you go, oh, I could do the little lead out. Oh, Oh shit! Now I've learned a new technique, kind of thing. So at some point, you don't even have to even worry about studying theory and shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that comes down to being able to do what's in your head and getting that, um, I guess, mind muscle connection. Yep, especially with an original piece of music, mind ear connection. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because exactly what you're saying. Uh, that I was kind of I working off at you. tabs and fucking forever. I had it used either. to be like all tabs, and that's how I would learn. But I think once I kind of quit doing that is when it got better. When I got better, did you probably find- because you weren't sorry, but probably because you weren't looking at it from such a mathematical standpoint yeah. anymore. What are the numbers telling me? <laughs> did you kind of find like a middle between like your strengths and weaknesses, and just kind of build up on your strengths? I don't know. I'm not that structured. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of how I approach. That's kind of how I approach my technique. I would just uh, uh, figure out what I was good at, what with the, what the style of music I was playing at the time with whoever, yeah. and just kind of build on those. Yeah, for me, I was I was a mimer. Right. Uh, the, the, all, all the stuff I've learned on guitar, I've just learned from literally watching other people. And I did that to an extent, too. And uh, like what Mikey was saying with tabs, I did that for a minute, too. But a lot of it was very visual. Like when YouTube first became a thing, I would spend hours watching videos of my favorite guitar players and going like, how the fuck does he do that? 
And then I would look up tabs and go from there. And yep. then I'd either get bored with a guitar player I was looking at the time, like say I had Dave Mustaine or whatever, going like, well, I can't fucking do that yet. <laughs> and then I'd uh, watch a B.B. King video and be like, I can do that, and it sounds better. Yeah, So it, and kind of the same thing happened with me. It's like, Mom, she got me my first guitar over Christmas. Well, Santa got me a guitar. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa. Um, <laughs> so I got a guitar for Christmas, and shortly after, she's like, do you want lessons? I was like, yeah. So she takes me to guitar lessons, and he was this really cool guy. Like, especially in retrospect, he was definitely a rocker dude. You know, he was a cool guy. But he did not understand how to teach. And he wasn't rude. He wasn't mean at all. He was very kind, very supportive. Like, genuinely a good guitar teacher, but was trying to start me way too advanced. Because the way he went was, what song do you want to learn how to play? Me not knowing the difference between an easy or hard song. I go, rock and roll all night. And he goes, okay. And he shows me that, and he pulls up tabs. Right. I've not played a single note on guitar yet, and the dude's about to teach me tabs. And the riffs kind of involved, too. <laughs> right. So he goes, okay, so on this first lesson, we're just going to focus on the intro, which is the ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Right. That's, that's like all a- we were going to focus on for that uh, lesson. And it was all so foreign to me because he had not given me any sort of basis for what guitar playing was. Didn't teach you what the chords are, what each string was, or what note each string is. Not a bit. So, like I said, great, cool guy, and, you know, awesome kind of mentality, just was not a good teacher in that regard. Good God. I remember only going to like maybe two or three of those classes and then just kind of putting the guitar down for a long time, picking it up, just kind of noodling with it, just running my finger up and down the fretboard, just making different notes, just trying to figure out something to play, see if I could find something. Right. And eventually uh, Jeff Young showed me a bar chord and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what you do. And he's like, yeah, man, you can learn, you can fucking play anything. Well, with this, he goes, just move it up and down the fretboard. And he goes, if you go too high, just move a set of strings down, do the exact same shit. And I was like, okay. So I just started doing that. And I was learning how to play guitar or the songs on basic, just bar chords, just Johnny Ramone style. And even after all these years, I've, I've always said like any like concept of a rhythm pattern is really all you need. Yeah. And then outside of that, that came from watching Johnny play. And here was the thing. When Jeff taught me, he because I had smaller hands and the guitar I had was a PV guitar, so the neck was a little bit more expanded. Right. Um, he taught me how to play with my index finger and my pinky. Okay. He wasn't. Sh- he didn't show me the full the full bar chord. chord. Yeah. He just showed me index and pinky on the two strings. So I'm watching Johnny play, and he's doing the proper chord. And in fact, really predominantly using his ring finger. And at that moment, I realized, I was like, oh, and that's when I, because I watched that, that taught me about octaves because I realized that pinky note that he was holding down on that third string was the octave of my index finger. Because once I hit that, I was like, that sounds familiar. And then it was just that, you know, because again, I'm like. 12 doing this you know i'm just figuring it out on my own i was like hitting that string hitting this string hitting it back and forth i was like that sounds like the same note i bet i could tune the guitar this way you know so it's like no one is telling me this stuff i feel like i'm just discovering it on my own (laughs) it took me like fucking 
a couple of months to know I even had to tune the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my right. guitar sound so right. weird? <laughs> no help, man. <laughs> so that explained things like early on. <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so it's like that that was kind of my guitar learning technique. And it's like the only like solo stuff I know is from watching tiny moments. Like I learned that basic Chuck Berry solo. And then watching Ace over and over, I learned how to do that yeah. I can't do it fluently, but I know what the notes are. It's like the Jimmy Page trope. Yeah, so it's like I can I know the notes to that, but it's like I can't play it fluently. If I sat in my room and annoyed you all fucking night, I can play it again. <laughs> That'd be like here. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck you, cap. Crank the delay. <laughs> get some. Smoke I know bombs. you can do it. I'm trying to get better. You, I know you're already better solo. <laughs> Mikey can do all the stuff I always wanted to do when I was like uh, starting off. Like I was a big Van Halen stand when I was a kid and everything too. And Mikey can do that shit in spades. Mm-hmm. Mikey's like, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like he's just. <laughs> what does in spades mean? Oh, you, that you can do it like a, that you can do it really well. Huh. That's I've all. Never it means. heard that. Are you not like ever? No. In huh. spades. Yeah. In spades. Like like uh. Do it in spades. <laughs> Not man in clubs. <laughs> or diamonds. Good. <laughs> All that's just thrown me off from the example I was trying to think of. <laughs> My brain just completely fuzzed out here in that. Oh god. That's what happens yep. when you start that's what happens when you talk guitars for too long. <laughs> Everything starts phasing out. <laughs> All right, well, one final thing to wrap up the show with since we're talking guitars. Uh, since we all are guitarists at this table, uh, money not an option. What would be your dream guitar? I want a PRS guitar with dragon inlays. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Brandon Frazier? <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I'm probably going to wind up getting... Uh, Les Paul special uh, single cutaway with P90s in it. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Well. Because they're, they're not they're not super expensive. I said money's not an option. Don't worry about money right well, now. So well, so true. So go lofty now. Money's just a touch. Just kind of one of those like so, someone like walks up to Man. you and goes, "Cap, you're a fucking great guitarist. I'm gonna I suck your I, dick and then I'm gonna give you a great guitar." <laughs> 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 well, fucking hell, I'll just take the dick sucking. <laughs> No, someone just walks up to, to you and they're like, yo, Cap, you're a great guitarist. I don't care if the guitar you want's a million dollars. Any single guitar in the world okay. you want, you can get. All right. If I wanted a really pricey, like, Holy Grail guitar, it'd be the uh, cream color Keith Richards uh, looking telly with the humbucker. Mm, that Boy. would be a good one. And I would yeah. totally do the just keep it strictly in the fucked up open G uh, tuning that Keith Richards did too. Oh yeah, because it's that guitar. You would just have to keep take it off that. that top string or that bottom string because he never used it for that kind of stuff. And just play the same riffs over and over again. <laughs> Mikey, what would yours be? Um, we had this conversation before. I would just something of personal design. With high quality Damn it, wood. Damn we did and bring that up. Yeah. Did we talk about that on the show? I th- yeah, about personal designs and what we would make our personal designs be. But if you wanted did the holy, we? if you wanted a holy grail like relic guitar that wasn't custom made, Mikey, what would it be? Well, no, I remember us talking about custom made guitars, but I thought we just personally talked about that. I forgot we did it on the show. Yeah, we did it on the show. Oh, or but as far as like holy holy grail uh, yeah, relic like guitars, what our dream guitar would be. Yeah. Yeah. So something custom designed. 
whatever that would be. I haven't, I've never actually well, worked one that, up. That's what Cap was saying, though. Outside of a custom design, okay. since, uh, since we already went through that one, I just thought I just thought we did yeah, that in person. I'm, I'm gonna get my Keith Richards tally. I mean, fuck, man. Honestly, if price isn't an option, yeah, or like that, that's, not the, a worry, that's the rule just, of this game. Just a fucking beautiful Les Paul Gibson Les Paul with some Seymour Duncan hubbuckers and. That's it, really. That's all you need. You and, need more, <laughs> you need much more than that. And see, so, yeah. I don't care what year it is. I don't care about vintage or new, whatever. As long as it sounds good, feels good, and plays good, got that Gibson name on it. Fucking hey, man, has the right has the right headstock grooves. Uh huh. And, and I was gonna say that the odd thing is, I was gonna fall right in line with that. I was gonna say uh, a mid seventies um, Gibson tobacco sunburst. Mm. Yeah. Because I really like the tobacco sunburst. The cherry sunburst, it's always going to have a special place because that's what Ace always used. But there for a minute, he used the tobacco sunburst on the Destroyer Tour. And oh, that thing just looks so good. Yeah, Either like, that or a uh, a genuine Les Paul Flying V. Or Les Paul Gibson Flying V. So I have a friend who is constantly trading music gear. So he'll like he'll get some pedals and then he'll find someone with a guitar he wants. So he'll trade them a bunch of pedals hang on to that guitar for a while, get bored with it, and then vice versa, keep yeah. trading. So every now and then, he'll send me shit that he finds. So I'm going to show you guys this guitar, and then you're going to guess how much they're asking for it. Okay. okay. So for our listeners, it is a Gibson Super 400 China Dragon Bruce Kunkel Custom Masterpiece Archtop Guitar. All okay. right. So, yeah. Describe what it looks like. So it is... Uh, like a red kind of, oh, it's red. It's got a dragon on the body. It's a hollow body with no pickup huh. is what it looks like. Yeah, it's, there's no pickups on that. Is, it an, is that an um, electric guitar? Is that an acoustic guitar? It's got a whole dragon inlay on it going from the first fret down to the very end of the neck. Um, it's got another dragon up on the headstock. <laughs> so many dragons. Um, some very unique looking tuners, and then there's another dragon on the back. And that's not an acoustic guitar. And it looks like the dragon isn't like painted on; like it's actually like kind of popping out, like it was probably carved into the wood. So there's some, yeah, it was definitely carved into the wood because here's a picture of it carved into the wood before they painted. <laughs> so it's pretty nice. They put some time into this. So I'm just gonna show you one picture. Okay. Can you answer Cap's question for yes? What is your question? Is that an acoustic guitar or is that an electric guitar? I have no idea. It looks okay. like looks like an acoustic body shape. It's, it's definitely there's no pickup on it. It's because um, by the second time he asked that question, I saw a look off his face. He was like, "God damn it, Mike, you answered my question." <laughs> I got to know. Show us the picture. Well, I'm trying to figure out if it's acoustic or electric. <laughs> Cap, don't be looking at the price. <laughs> I ain't looking. And if it's, they don't have the info, it, it looks like an acoustic guitar for uh, No, those it's acoustic. Listening. Oh, okay. There's no electronics in this. Okay, so an acoustic guitar. All right, so here's the picture. Mm-hmm. Riveting. Okay. So, yeah, remember all that is not painted. It is carved into the wood, and then it was painted. That's pretty... That's really cool. It so, looks pretty uh, badass. It's not cheesy I like the by neck any means. too. Yeah, I'd say ninety five hundred. Ninety five hundred. Hmm. For an acoustic guitar, I'm gonna go with four grand. Four grand. Yeah. 
Asking price is $149,999. Jesus. And there are currently nine bids. Wow. So uh, the And co- I thought I was being lofty with my 9500. I'm sitting there going like an acoustic guitar. Is it just for the craftsmanship or uh, the name on top of it? I don't it, or? fucking know, but $150,000. Fucking uh, what's his nuts from uh, the yeah. Indianapolis Colts is going to buy that. Nine people have made offers on it. And this and is that, on reverb.com. This isn't some like bullshit site. The owner of the uh, Indianapolis Colts, that's what he does. He'll just get on these uh, auctions and buy guitars. Like when the whole uh, David Gilmore uh, guitar auction was going on from oh, Pink man. Floyd, he was the one that put in the bid for like the one that sold the most because that's what he does. Man, we're in the wrong fucking business. We need we need to go out and get some fucking cheap ass hundred dollar uh, Les Paul Junior Epiphones. Fucking etch some shit and <laughs> repaint it and sell yeah, it really. for fucking a thousand bucks. Yeah, really. I got one upstairs. Let's get started now. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> it's like shit. Oh my god. Well, guys, I'd say this has been a pretty fun episode. Hell yeah. That wouldn't stop me. Fun of my hair. <laughs> we wouldn't make fun of it if you had a gun. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Bang, yeah. Well, it's time for us to take on into our Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. All right, Cap. What the hell you been listening to, sir? I've been listening to a little uh, Blackfoot Gypsies lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're... uh... They got this album, To the Top, that came out in 2017. That's probably my favorite record they put out just all the way through. It's really fucking good, but it'll hook you in on the first three songs for sure. It's got uh, Zach Murphy, who plays in American Goon on drums, and I saw them play live, I guess it was about a couple months ago now, and yeah. they tour as a three-piece, and they're really, really fun live band, too. And where are they usually, like, when they're recorded? Uh, they are based out of Nashville and uh, when they have their, uh, when they have the Nashville band put together, they have like a harmonica player and an organ player and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, I was about to get on you again and be like, God damn it, Captain in. That's where they're from. It's like, it's like when they record yeah, they just, their record, how many people are there? Cause you made they hire out all their Nashville peeps. <laughs> no, cause you only just ask cause you may mention you're like, they tour as a three piece. So that just made, led me into thinking there's more members. So yeah. yeah. Well, Mikey Black. What the hell you been listening to? I so. haven't been listening to music. <laughs> He's been playing music. I've been playing video games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Mikey, what the hell you been playing? I've been playing, uh, well, I just started playing the new Pokemon game because that oh, just yeah. came out, so I've put a... Sword and shield. Good couple hours into that already. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope they're pretty notorious. Like at least back in the day, you know, they'd always put out like two versions, and then like a year later, they'd put out a third one. Yep, that was blue and then yellow. yellow. So it wasn't like a new generation. It was the same game, just like kind of both put together, and then here's some extras on top. And then the second one was gold, (laughs) silver, sapphire. Uh, Gold, silver, and then crystal. Crystal. And then ruby, sapphire, and emerald. Yeah. And then diamond, <laughs> pearl, and platinum. And then that was it. And then they went to just two again. 
and then they'd come out with like a second one for those new ones. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like Pokemon Black and White, and then Pokemon Black and White too. And that's when I stopped giving a shit. <laughs> yeah, so, but now we just get Sword and Shield and eventually Gun. Yeah, <laughs> this been fun though. I honestly haven't played a new Pokemon game since Pikachu like, doesn't get in the ball. Why? Two thousand eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pikachu, AK forty seven. Pikachu. Fuck. Someone draw that, please. <laughs> yeah, really. David, get on that. <laughs> yeah, do a red dead Pikachu. Red dead Pikachu. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. So have you been enjoying it though? Has it been pretty good? It's not bad. I haven't, like I said, I haven't played one in so long. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's very nostalgic. Is it nostalgic? Because it it seems like it's, it's pretty the, different. No, it's the same shit. You're a fucking kid who just turned of age to get his first Pokemon, and now you get to go see the world and battle other trainers and make it through the wild and get gym badges. It's the same shit. Isn't that, this, isn't that a fucked up concept if it was based in reality? Just a bunch of kids in the woods with uh, <laughs> surviving the wilderness with, uh, with their animal companions. You know. No, they're animals. They're animal slaves, man. They animal keep them in slaves. little balls. And they make them fight each other. All right, PETA. <laughs> it's just virtual dog <laughs> fighting. Fucked up, man. Petamon. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, I've not been listening to anything I hadn't already talked about on the show. I've been watching shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm listening. Mikey's playing. Alex is watching. <laughs> Aside from just a bunch of YouTube shit, might as well do that quick throw because we briefly mentioned it throughout the show. Watching Mandalorian and holy. F- fuck is it good <laughs> what's it about is it uh boba fett no, no. it's just a random bounty hunter okay. so so or it's a new set, bounty hunter so it's set like five or ten years after return of the jedi and it's only okay. two episodes in they release them weekly and oh so this is there's only two episodes yeah that they're doing motivates me much more to watch it because usually that. if it's like They've already got the full first season. That's no. when I'm just like, I'll hold off. They're doing HBO. No. But now that I can keep up with the hype, then I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they did it right because it came out last Tuesday. Okay. But you get an episode every Friday. So we got two new episodes this past week. Nice. And I'll say this. First episode is more important than the second one. Uh, but the episodes are only like 30 some odd minutes. Oh, yep. perfect. Yeah. So if Fuck you feel like watch, watching one during the week to catch up on anything you missed, like I did, you can totally do that. Yeah. And like I said, first episode felt a lot more important. There's a lot more world building. Let's a lot go more... ahead and watch it right now after this. You Let's down? Watch the first episode. I'm, I'm down. Game. I ain't got right. shit to do. All right. Fuck it. All right. Well, that's what we've been doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. We're going to watch Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We're done. <laughs> Captain, you have an outro for us. Yeah. <laughs> Watch fucking Star Wars. <laughs> You've been psyched out and you're going down. I'm a trash talking talented, no class clown. I will abuse you until you lose. You can go on home and bow. You've been psyched out.
jumped out of that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> no, like, it was like, it was like, all right, fuck this. Do you have an answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch, turn this shit off. This has been another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.